Welcome to the Rachel Kujup Show. I'm Rachel Kujup and my mission is to help you build a business that supports your multi-passionate lifestyle, create content with confidence and clarity, and launch profitable signature services and products. It is possible to blend who you are with what you do and gain financial freedom while still making a positive contribution to the world. I have helped over 3,000 people across my workshops and programs become respected and successful leaders and creators in their community. I know you have big dreams for your business and life. So are you ready to be seen and heard? In today's episode, I'll show you how to make it happen. Welcome to the Rachel Gushup Show. In today's episode, I am speaking with Brooke Vilinovich. Brooke is an Instagram specialist, international keynote speaker, and creator of the Global Social Club membership. She's also a regular guest on Channel 9 News Perth and has recently been chosen as a finalist in the 2021 Social Media Marketing Awards for Instagram Marketer of the Year and Social Media Marketer of the Year. With a background in sales and marketing, Brooke's love of customer service and her enthusiastic personality have allowed her to quickly skyrocket through the digital marketing world to become one of Australia's most influential Instagram speakers and trainers, working with brands like American Express, Dermalogica, Mazda, F45 and City of Perth. Brooke specializes in educating businesses on exactly how to leverage the power of social media to increase their brand awareness and boost their bottom line. Her online coaching community, the Social Club membership, has empowered thousands of businesses in 34 countries with the knowledge, confidence and tools to get real results and sell using Instagram. Today, we are chatting about how to build an engaged community around your brand. I just know you're going to get so much from this conversation with Brooke, so let's dive in. I am so excited to have you on the show to talk about how you can build an engaged community around your brand. I've been following you for ages, total fangirl. I love everything you do and something that I love a lot about your brand, which I was just saying off air, is that I love every time I come to your page or talk to anyone about you and your events and everyone is having a good time. They're loving on each other. They're thoughtful. They're sharing. They're engaging. And I just feel like that is why I love like seeing everything you do online. I love coming there. I know I'm going to have fun, be seen and heard. And I think so many of my community want to build a community and they're just not sure how to go about it. So before we dive into how to actually create a really engaged online community, I wanted to first ask you how you define a community and an online community. Because we hear those words thrown around a lot and I feel like quite a few people have really varied definitions. Oh, it's such a good question. How do I define an online community? Well, in, I think coming back to Instagram, if we're talking Instagram specifically, it's a network. It's a social network. So in order to make a network work, it involves many people. Now, they can be locally, they can be all over the world, sharing some sort of common interest, really. It doesn't necessarily need to be business. You know, you have communities of gardeners or communities of people that love 
oh, I don't know, fishing. So I think having a common interest and all being on the same level, that's what makes a good community. When everyone feels like, I love what you said, Rachel, like everyone just wants to be seen and heard. So in a community, everyone feels like they're seen and heard within that group. That's what makes a community. I love that answer. And I totally agree with you. I think now more than ever, we're looking to like peer-to-peer learning. You know, we're influenced by our peers. We want to hang out with people like us. And it's less about someone on a pedestal at the front of the classroom or, you know, a big celebrity entrepreneur and then everyone just like following and listening only to them. And I think Mm. that's such an important distinction. And we're definitely seeing the move towards that. And I think you summarized that so well, because I agree, like, community to me whether it's in real life or online it's about like-minded individuals like you said coming together and it's less about building nameless faceless followers that are just you know there to hang out because you're some kind of expert or you're put on a pedestal and I know that sometimes you can forget that because you also do want to create a community and engage the audience who might want to work with you at some point but I do think the focus needs to be on building like a community like you said that like loves just being seen and heard and hanging out with you first so why do you think that building an online community around your brand is so important well then when you launch a product or service you've got people waiting to buy who already trust you and see you as the leader that you are and the expert in your field rather than launching to cricket. Which happens so much, right? I think for a lot of my um, kind of listeners and community, like they do have a really small engaged community, but probably not like enough to have success when they launch. And one thing they often say to me, and I'd love you to share your thoughts on this in a sec, is like, how easy is it to get like your mom and your you know grandma and stuff following you, but then to get like people outside of your immediate like marketing yes. and like bubble. And I feel like we can kind of get stuck at a certain point when we don't understand how to build a community because we can naturally attract like people, you know, friends can slowly refer us, share stuff, but that takes like a while. So do you find that your clients and community come to you because they get sort of stuck at that point too, where they've got like a couple hundred people, some sales here and there, and they're like, so I need to build a community. (laughs) Yeah. I think there's a misconception of needing to have, you know, tens and thousands or hundreds of thousands of followers to make sales because The beauty of having a smaller account and even following smaller accounts is that you get a response, which often the larger accounts, you don't. And business is people. And if you're working with people, especially service-based, like there's so many brands that treat Instagram like a microphone, but it's not. It's a telephone and it's a ability to have a two-way conversation with your audience and for them to have a two-way conversation with you. So I think the sooner that you can identify who your customer is, like what's the problem that you're solving? Why would someone want to buy your goods or your services? That's the first step. And that doesn't even have anything to do with Instagram. But as soon as you define that, that's when you can start sharing posts that are either inspiring educational or entertaining content to that person and that's what's going to draw them in and they'll start following you and start 
opening up that conversation and making sure you respond to them so they feel seen and heard like we were talking about before and doing that over time consistently is what's going to build up an online community um, that are there ready to buy when when you launch I think it takes between three and six months to to build to a point where people will trust you enough to buy what you're offering if you've got the right people following you any sooner than that I think is phenomenal if you can make a sale earlier than three to six months off Instagram and you're a brand new brand that's pretty cool um but it just takes time like I've been I my account this year will be seven years old and I have been showing up every week every month every year for the last seven years and that's why people trust me because I'm there and have been all this time but once upon a time I had no followers I remember getting my first 100 followers. I've got a screenshot of it because I was so excited I shared it on Facebook. And now every year I get that Facebook memory. Um, but it's proof that everyone starts somewhere, right? And if you just stay consistent and know your customer and listen to your customer by having that open two-way conversation, checking your DMs, actually responding to comments, you get to really learn what your audience want. And then all you have to do is deliver what they want. And then that's how you ultimately build that community and make sales from that community. Did that even answer your question? Did I go off on a tangent? I'm not sure. No, you did <laughs> answer my question, like all the questions afterwards. And I'm like, <laughs> frantically trying to oh, no. questions. No, I'm joking. No, you're so, you're so right about the two-way conversation. And I think we've all been guilty of this, my clients and community are too, because they have so much going on in their business that they do create great content but then they ghost, you know, the post and ghost situation that we've yes. all been guilty of. Let's admit it, where they're posting great content, but because they're not having those follow-up conversations, they're not chatting to people in DMs, not commenting, which I see you do and your team, I'm sure, are supporting as well. Like every time someone comments or asks a question or, you know, wants to know more information, you're there supporting them. And I think that's where a lot of my community fall down because they're not doing those conversations. And then they come to me and say, well, no one wants what I want. I can't make sales off Instagram. You know, like I can't move people from Instagram to anywhere else, any other platforms or email or website. I'm like, because you're not inviting them to, you're not having those conversations. Do you kind of have an idea from talking to so many people in your community about why people just ghost and post so much? I know there's a lot of mindset stuff, but I'm just wondering your thoughts on it. Look, I think it comes down to time. Um, I get it. Every Everyone's busy and business owners are busy. And if you're not getting the instant results, then you start thinking, what's the point of me putting time into this platform? But I think when you reset your mind and really do a bit of a, mind, a mindset shift and a reframe and think about like in real life, how long does it take like unless you're in a bathroom at 2am drunk, how long does it take to build up a friendship? It's not something that happens instantly like that. It takes time and it takes effort and it takes talking to that person and it takes listening to 
what they say back to you. And people often forget that the interaction and the engagement and what you're looking for on Instagram, other than some spam and bots, it's real people. It's actual real people liking your posts and commenting on your posts and sending you DMs and responding to your stories. So the sooner that you treat people like people and not just a number, the sooner you will start getting results. So it's so important to have have that engagement and interaction with your community. I totally agree. And I think I was three to six months before I started making sales as well. And I've like done community management, marketing, copywriting, done it all. And the reason why I was so resistant to Instagram is because I actually knew that I had to like do the work to get results. And I think we've all been there, but I love how you said it's about a reframe. Like why we think we can just roll out of bed one day, post one Instagram post and have, you know, like a full client roster. I don't know. It seems to be particular platforms where we really feel like we can not do any of the work or the relationship building, but it's still something that I do daily. And I think a lot of my clients are shocked how much time I still devote to my community and the content I'm creating. And like you said, to listening and research and following up because if I didn't, I would run out of stuff to say, and then I would no longer be serving my clients in the way that I want to. So I'd love to know, obviously you've created such a strong and amazing community. And I know that you show up and share and serve the, to them every single day. Do you mind sharing perhaps how many like hours you spend doing that to give us some context of, again, the realistic of what it takes to have an incredible community like yours? Yes. So, all right, let's take it back to the very beginning. So when I started my beginning, uh, when I started my beginning, when I started my business, my husband was FIFO, which for anyone that doesn't know, it's fly in, fly out. It's really common in WA because mining is so big in WA. So he would leave Perth and he would be gone for a couple of weeks at a time. And I had nothing to do but play on my phone because I didn't have any customers yet. So back in the good old days, I would spend hours, hours and hours and hours and hours and hours and hours and hours a day on my phone, following people, sending them DMs, engaging with their content because I knew I had nothing but time. Then obviously over time, I started to get customers. Woohoo! Um, and the time that I had to then spend on Instagram versus the time that I was working in my business sort of um, started to shift and change. But what I always ensured was that I spent at least an hour a day engaging or responding, checking, checking my DMs. Obviously, over the years, I got more and more engagement. Um, I would walk on my, this is before I had my son, I would walk on a treadmill and I called it treddy time for an hour. And if I didn't have enough comments to respond to or DMs to respond to in that time, I would be the one commenting, following, DMing, looking at hashtag reserve, what's the word I'm trying to say? Results. Um, building my brand because you have the ability to do so for free. They cost you nothing. And people get so hung up in, oh, but it takes time and this and that and the other. Yeah, but you have access to a global audience for free at your fingertips, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Isn't that 
enormous. You owe it to yourself and you owe it to your brand to invest time every day doing that. Now, since I've had my son, um, I don't have as much time as I used to, but I do try at least at minimum half an hour every single day still. I still respond to all of my DMs now. It just takes me longer to get through them all. Um, and I was reading a book, Samantha Will's book of gold and dust. And if anyone listening knows, she's enormous, has a, a well, she sold it now, but had an enormous global jewelry brand. And in the book, she talked about the fact that she would dedicate an hour a day every single day to Instagram, to going in, reading her DMs. And I was like, isn't that so true? Because I remember listening or reading somewhere that you know, a good business owner not only uses Instagram to sell, but they use it as research to, to really engage and interact with their audience and their customers to find out what people want. Because a strong business will only survive if you continue to meet the needs of your customers. And especially I think we've seen in the last three years with the global pandemic, people's needs have changed. And if you stop listening, that's when you'll stop selling. So I thought, wow, even if a a business like hers she can still see the power and the value and something she said in the book as well which I loved was that Instagram made the fashion industry horizontal rather than the previous high like vertical hierarchy and I just thought that was such a beautiful way to put it because it does it puts you on level with your clients and your customers and it's smart to take advantage of that and not just say well if I did one post and didn't make a hundred sales we'll stuff this platform it's not for me so I reckon if you can if you can manage to get half an hour to an hour a day and really see it I call it empire building time in the social club really see it as an investment of your time to um, build your brand awareness and ultimately boost your bottom line then it is a million percent worth that investment I totally agree. And I've found in the past, I don't know if it's probably the same for you, Brooke, because again, you actually respond to everyone that people build up the know, like, and trust factor with me even quicker because I am responding and they can see how, how I show up with, you know, photos and videos is the same as how I chat in DMs. It's the same how as I chat on the coaching calls and the workshops, like I'm really demonstrating that I'm like same, same everywhere. And I think so many people have these beautiful, like, you know, curated feeds and, you know, perfect graphics. And even when they're in sales mode, they're all smiles. And then when it comes to actually the conversations and people do, you know, ask me questions about programs, they want to know if it's right for them. And I am totally on board to have those conversations in DMs if that feels good or we move it elsewhere. People are always at the end like, wow, you actually responded one yeah. two listen to me and three like asked really thoughtful questions and kind of held space to make for me to make a decision I think you're so right on that like if you're focused and intentional and not just saying you know doing emoji smiley face for the sake of it on every single post like you actually truly care about what's happening in your community's lives that makes such a difference and I know my clients are always like well how do you kind of start those conversations I'm like I'm just a human being like I follow different people. If I love what they do, you know, they'll have like a post of their dog and the dog's doing something funny. I'm like, oh my God, my dog Pacey does the same thing. And it's true. It's like, if I was a friend, that's exactly how I would 
respond. Oh. And I'm not even thinking about, like, oh, I wish I, you know, I could work with them or I hope they come to my program now. I'm literally just like engaging like I would with anyone else. And then that forms a relationship. And I can't tell you how many of my current clients, our friendship that moved into client kind of relationship came from talking about like plants or dogs Same. in the DMs <laughs> <Same. sales> <laughs> at all. Yeah, because that's relationships, right? Even business, business is relationships. Like, you know, if you do any old school sales training, they'll teach you to ask the person about where they live and they'll ask them that. It's it's not about business. It's about treating people like people, actual people. And then if you happen to also sell something that is is a solution to the problem they're having, that's how you make the sale. But it doesn't start off like that most of the time, especially not on social media because it's social media. It's not selling media. I love that. And how do you maintain your community? So, of course, you're always bringing incredible people into the community, but how do you maintain community members? Because I know for me personally, like when my community was small, loved it. It was, like you said, easy to get through the DMs. I could go on, I could comment and like what everyone's posts. In the last year or so, my business has changed. Um, I have a team but as I'm bringing on more people, I feel like I, you know, I'm like, oh, do I respond to, you know, the people I always chat to? How much time do I devote to new people coming to my community? And I want people who've been around for years and they have been and purchased and hung out with me. I want them to feel just as seen and heard mm-hmm. and kind of supported as new people. So do you have any tips for how you manage that? Yes. Um, currently where I'm at, I'm I'm aware as well of what I'm sharing and how much engagement it's getting. And if I'm getting heaps of engagement through, then I will try and have sort of a day off posting so that I can actually catch up on the engagement rather because it's just as important to me to respond to my community as it is to share content um, because I do believe in, again, having that conversation. Um, So if I, you know, if I open my DMs and I've got hundreds, then I just will stop posting because I'll actually spend, like people forget why you're putting content out. You're putting content out to get a response, but then you don't respond and you just put more content out. Like, there's sort of a circle of life on Instagram. And if you follow that circle, that's how you ultimately make sales. But if you're just repeating the first half of the circle constantly, well, the circle's broken. You're never going to make sales, right? So I think for me, just being aware of it now, you know, I I used to be able to post as much as I wanted to and I could keep up um, with the engagement, but I just can't anymore. And my account is still all me. The social club account, Um, I have somebody else who manages that Um, and my social club community, my online Facebook group, which is my my paid service, that's monitored by a team from nine to two every day. Um, And that's just something that's built up over time. You know, originally it was all me. I did everything. And over time, um, I've been able to employ people to help so that I could continue to provide like customer service to me is really, really important. It always has been. I think um, it's one of my highest values looking after our customers because like, why wouldn't you? They're the people who buy your stuff and pay your bills. But for some reason, some brands still don't understand that. 
Um, so it's really important to me that my customers are looked after and, and they feel like they're supported. So it's just, yeah, that's just grown over time. Um, you can't rush these things, you know. I suppose everyone's life is different and what people want out of their life is different and what they can give to their business is different. But for me, especially as someone who's just recently-ish started a family, um, my availability has changed because I'm running after a 10-month-old now. So <laughs> in order to keep my you know, brand growing, it's been really important to me to bring in more staff to help with that. But like I said, at the start, it was just me. I love that. And I, so thank you so much for sharing that circle analogy. You're so right. And I just hearing you say it, I'm like, actually, that's what I do. I didn't even realize that's what I do. If I've got lots of comments and I feel like, no, I can't engage with them. If I put content out, I'm not going to just put content out for the sake of it. Cause like you said, it's a conversation starter. If I can't continue the conversation, what's the point? Didn't even realize I just naturally just don't post. Like last week I was like, I can't have a conversation. I'm just managing the client's you know, and supporting them. So I um, have COVID. And so I was like, just in post. And yeah. it's just, it's, it's literally simple as that. And like, just hearing you say that. Down. Your business is still there, right? People, yeah. I think get fine. really caught up in this, like, oh my God, if I don't post, everyone's going to hate me and my business will collapse. People probably won't notice. <laughs> they don't, they don't. And I actually was saying to a client, and I'm sure you, this is something you teach too. If you say, because content is a conversation starter, I've started a lot of conversations with a lot of people. So I, sometimes I don't need to post and I'm still like last week, you know, was messaging people saying, you know, if you're interested in my coaching program, send me a DM. People were, and I'm making sales without posting content mm. purposely because like you said, my intention and the energy I had available was to continue conversations and to make those invitations, not to start new ones. And I think it's so important to think about where your energy is. And like you said, certain phases of your business, you can give more time than Ooh. others. I have like a six week on six week off method where I invite lots of people into my program. Then the next six weeks, I focus more so on engaging and visibility and building those relationships and having those conversations. Then six weeks on, we focus more on, um, you know, finishing up those conversations, doing the invitations, those kind of things. And I found that for me personally with the phase of life that I'm in, feels really, really good because the energy for me is different. Like sending pictures about, you know, posts about pacing comments versus inviting people in my program. And yes, I can do them together, but I would have to separate them out in the day. So now I separate them out in those periods. And again, it hasn't made any negative effects on my business. In fact, it's been great because when I show up, I know kind of what fun things I can do and it's no pressure. Cause I think for a lot of people who are starting to build a community and maybe can speak to this in a sec is like so much pressure. And they think the only way to do that is content. And so then they're like, well, I can't possibly post this week. I've got X, Y, and Z on, which is fair. And then do no community development. So I'm guessing many of your clients are similar. And if they are, could you share maybe some other ways that people can continue to build a community around their brand? If they are a new mum, if they are going on holiday, if they have COVID, et cetera, some other ways that they can continue to do that? Definitely content planning helps. So rather than every single day looking at your phone and just thinking, oh my God, what am I going to share today? Um, something that I teach and I recommend to my social club members is set aside a day a month 
where you actually plan out your content for the next month. And look, things might come up and you might not use it or you might have something better to post, but at least you have some backup content there. Like let's look at a calendar month. Let's average it to 30 days. Let's say you were going to do three posts a week. There's only 12 posts that you need to create. Like it's not that much and then it's there. And that means maybe you post once every three days, you do some stories in between and then the rest of the time you just engage when you can. Like showing up is better than I don't know what to post so I'm not going to post anything for two weeks straight and I don't know what to post so I'm just going to chuck up a meme really quickly and hope people like it. Like actually sit down and put the effort in because like anything, results take effort and results take action. And there seems to be a misconception that Instagram is like a quick fix to everything. It's not. Like like I said, when I started building my account at the beginning, I put a lot of work into it and that's why I get results. And, and just like, you know, now I have a team that helped me manage it, but they're all working. You know, it, it doesn't mean less work is getting done. But it's my main sales funnel. So why wouldn't I put in the time and effort? You just need to take take it seriously if you want people to take you seriously on it. And what other sort of success have you had based on your engaged community? Because you run events now. I know you get asked to speak in different like publications and workshops. Like you've been able to build your brand, which in turn has led to different sales I'm sure but do you mind sharing like all the other amazing things Mm -hmm. that you've been able to do because of your engaged community Mm, um the coolest thing that I can think of was so I've been very lucky to be invited to speak internationally and like flights paid and everything paid for and these are from messages that slid into my dms so that's why I fully believe and preach in the power of checking your DMs um, because you just never know who's watching. And you sort of, you, as strange as it sounds, you forget that people are watching and listening. But everything that I've done has been through Instagram, through showing up. We sell tickets to events. You know, I sell audits, which are my new service that I do, obviously, generate social club members weekly that come organically through Instagram. We don't do any paid advertising at all for social club. It's all through Instagram now. Um, and it just proves the power of, of this platform that, that yeah, the opportunities that are available to you if you just continue to show up and you don't give up and you just remain consistent and be yourself. And I think something as well like, don't be afraid to be a beginner and don't be afraid to speak to that journey because that's it's really endearing and it's really um, inspirational. And I think a lot of small businesses, they start their Instagram account and they talk about like, we did this and we did that and, you know, we've got this big global headquarters and If it's just you at home at your kitchen table, that is absolutely fine. And if anything, for a lot of people, that's the business owner you want to work with because you feel like you're actually going to get their attention. So don't be afraid to start small. I think that's something that I've always really tried to 
pull myself back on if it got to my head a little bit, but just I've always been really as honest as I could about where I was at in my journey. And again, over almost seven years, the opportunities have got bigger and things have got cooler, but, but I was just as excited to, you know, teach my first workshop to six people in my apartment boardroom as I have been to speak to a crowd of 500 on a global stage in Dubai. Like it, it let your business grow with you and just don't, don't try and be something that you're not because that will be hard to keep up with. I love that. And I think that's such an important takeaway for this episode. Like you, I've always tried to be honest about like where I'm at and what social media is allowing me to do, the types of work that I do, you know, copywriter, content coach and have a plan. And then sometimes I posted and ghosted. I freak out about like doing a certain thing or showing up. Or, you know, I've had a launch, hasn't gone so well. And I think once you start doing that, then you feel like, great, I can just be myself every day. And like you said, not try and maintain a standard. And a conversation I've been having with a few of my peers is, are you building a brand and a business or are you an influencer? Because I think a lot of the movement has been being an influencer and needing certain amounts of like followers and then, you know, trying to do products, always being like on, you know, wearing makeup, if that's kind of like not normally your thing, you know, really sort of showing up in an energy and in a leadership style that isn't sustainable when you're literally at home in your, like you said, in your trackies doing your work. I'm in my trackies right now. This is how I do my best work. Hey. Yeah. And so I think Who that's sucks? an intro. <laughs> I've got socks on too. Mine are mismatched, so I won't show mine. <laughs> but like, I think that's like true, right? I think like how... What am I? I'm a business. I'm a brand. I'm trying to build a community. I'm not an, inf- like, I'm not trying to be one of these per- perfect Instagram, TikTok influencers. Mm-hmm. And I think, again, for a lot of my clients, they're looking to those because they're, they're the people who are spoken about in stories and articles and they're the ones showing the tips. But I think that approach um, is quite different for a lot of my clients. And again, that's why I've loved following your journey because we've had conversations in the DMs ourselves and you're exactly the same as you are now. You responded, you were like lovely, you know, you listened to my, I think my podcast episode and we're talking about it. Like that's the kind of person that I want to chat to on Instagram. That's the community I want to be a part of. And I just wish that I lived in Perth. So I could come to some of your events because oh, um, I'm in Melbourne. I'm going to have to come visit you. But that's what I loved most about your community. And I think if people have anything to take away, it's just that you, like you said, you show up, you're real and you do the work. Thank you. I think you've got to also, sounds so silly, but it's so true. You've got to love it. Like I love what I do. I love it so much every single day. I think it is so cool that I get to work from home and help people grow on Instagram and change their life using this platform like it changed mine. Because so often you have, you know, conversation, I have conversations with my friends that let's say for the past four or five years, I've watched them go in and out of jobs that they hate. They got to travel to work. You know, they leave really early. They don't go get home till really late. And like a job's just a job. Like we get to get up and love what we do and we get to make it work around our life. And it's really, really cool. And just don't 
forget that as well. You know, it's, it's really, really cool. Not everyone finds their passion. Not everyone finds it early in life. I do believe that anyone can find it because I used to be the person who sat at a job that I didn't really enjoy, but I was surrounded by people who loved it. And I just thought, I'm just not that lucky. Like, I'm really happy for all of these people that I work with that they found their passion and they love this. But I guess I'm just not that that lucky in life. I just, I'm not that person. And then I left that job and I actually started two businesses before the one that I have now. Um, And the one that I have now, when people say, oh, where do you get your energy? Well, I'm just so happy at, like, with my life does that sound shit <laughs> does that sound amazing. but you know I'm so happy that this is what I get to do every day because I remember what it was like seven years ago when I wasn't happy you know and isn't that really cool and I just want to share that journey that it's possible for anybody that you know people may look at me now which still blows my mind people do put me on a pedestal which is like lovely but I'm just a normal girl who quit her job and kept trying other things until I found something that I was more excited to so when I started teaching social media I had a workshop I started with a workshop and I literally stayed up for like two weeks putting that workshop plan together because I was so excited I just couldn't sleep and I now struggle with sleeping so much because I'm so excited all the fucking time and my brain won't switch off. <laughs> I love it. I get like that too when I get in the zone. And I mean, for me, that's like Instagram and content creation. And I think for a lot of business owners, it's not. But if they are doing something that they do love, like their area of expertise. So like I always say, lean into that energy and like whatever lights you up about that, start talking about that first because if you're kind of coming it from a joyful aligned energetic place it's easier to create their content it's easier to show up consistently it's mm-hmm. easier to invite those clients get in those dms each day because i don't dread going into my dms i get excited i mean i laugh at all the spam ones but i get excited mm-hmm. at the, oh, the sugar daddies yes so many sugar da- I mean I should just quit my day job and get a sugar right. daddy thing that I at least you know if this doesn't work out long term you've got that as a backup option I got offered seven thousand dollars a week last week for no sex and I was like oh could take that sorry guys <laughs> that's so awesome. shut this week <laughs> like see a hubby here's a kid I'm off <laughs> I'm out toodles um but no I think and and on the uh, like on the flip side of that as well if you because I've also been in this position when I started my first business and I started the business based on something that I was doing in my previous job that I was very good at just because you're good at something doesn't mean you love it and just because you can make money off something doesn't mean you love it and that's okay but that was quite a hard pill for me to swallow because I was really good at it the business was making money, but I wasn't loving what I was doing. And if you're not loving it, then try something else. And it doesn't mean you failed and it doesn't mean you quit. It just meant that, like, I went through a pretty shitty situation um, 
a couple of years ago, my sister was really sick and unfortunately she passed away. And it really just solidified like you get one life and if you're not waking up happy every day, unless you're sick, like unless there's something wrong with your health, you really can change it. Like <laughs> if you're healthy, you can do anything that you want to do. So change it, change it and keep trying different things until you find something that makes you literally, it sounds, it sounds so cliche, but literally you want to jump out of bed in the morning. And then, you know, or if you're on the other end of that and you're a few years into business and for some reason you're not excited about your day and you're not excited about it, really take some time to stop and think, is this something I still want to do or have I let some advice or something take myself and my business in a direction that isn't me anymore? And do you need to make a change? Because it's really just up to you to sit down and make that change. Um, and it, it is easy to get caught up in sort of the, the, the hurricane of business life. But if you're healthy, then there's no reason why you can't wake up happy every day. Thank you so much for sharing that. And I think you're right. For a lot of my clients, the reason why they don't love showing up on social media, if we take away like the time and having to learn something new and out of the comfort zone, but if they like really are resisting to social media or any form of like marketing, sales, building a community, because I'm like, well, if you don't want to do it on socials, we can do it through a podcast, Facebook group, email. But if they're resisting all of that, I'm all, I'm always like, I think this is, probably a reflection of something else that is out of alignment because choosing not wanting to do a certain platform or not wanting to do reels that's fine we can work with that but if you're resistant to any kind of community building getting people talking about your brand having those conversations then I'm not sure you're talking or doing the right thing because most of us will nerd out about whatever we're passionate about for hours in our own way um, so I love that you shared that so to wrap up this episode, I always ask this question. So I'd love to know what's the one thing you want listeners to take away about building a community around their brand? It takes time, but it will get results. Stay consistent. There's a reason people say all things take time. And when you make that first sale, slide into my DMs and tell me, because that's when it gets really addictive. As soon as you know it works, it's like, holy shit, I did it. I did it. I sold that thing. And then you do it again. You're like, oh, they see me. <laughs> yes, that is so true. Every single time someone says yes to like work with me, I'm like literally do a happy dance yeah. in my seat. I'm just so excited. It's like, oh my God, everything that I like care about and was talking about and showing up, like doing like somebody else, you're right, sees me and hears Ooh. me and like wants to hang out. I think that is like, yes, that is like the most addictive feeling in the world. Ooh, so thank you so cool. much for coming on to the Rachel Pushup show and for sharing your story, insights and wisdom. I just know so people in it so much from listening to this episode so thank you oh it is my pleasure thank you for having me and thank you to everyone who listened to this epi i appreciate your time 
Thanks so much for tuning into today's episode. If you found what I've shared valuable, please leave a review and hit the subscribe button so you don't miss when a new episode drops every Wednesday.